Blog Talk Radio. Corruption. Racism. Xenophobia. White supremacy. Healthcare protections hanging by a thread. Law enforcement encouraged to commit acts of brutality. Peaceful people being separated from their families. And at the helm, a man beholden to Russia who is so unhinged that his actions could actually lead us to nuclear war. Join Liberal Dan Radio, Talk from the Left, That's Right, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on Blog Talk Radio. Together we must stand against the destruction of this country and the ideals we hold dear. Before it's too late. from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it is area code 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. You can also join us in the chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan. And if you're listening after the live broadcast, you can uh, leave comments to me on Twitter at liberaldanradio, uh, facebook.com slash liberaldan, or on the show thread on liberaldan.com. And now for this week's headlines. Donald Trump vowed that millions of immigration arrests would happen during his ICE raids over the weekend. They caught 18 people. I guess winner for uh, sanity, but Donald Trump again is a loser. The Trump administration has said that they would change the rules that could remove up to 3 million people from the food stamp rolls. Mark my words. If that happens... Next year, he's going to tout uh, that his plans worked to help people get off food stamps. And I'm serious. This is, this is the kind of crap that these people do. If you listen to the Mueller testimony, you'll, uh, you'll see some of that. You're, you'll, you have seen some of that ridiculous logic going on, especially afterwards. In, a, in, a, in international news, pro-Brexit advocate Boris Johnson will be the new prime minister of the the United Kingston, according to uh, Melania Trump. Which Trump is that? It's his daughter. Which of the Trump women that he wants to have sex with, his daughter or his wife? Uh, United Kingdom Prime Minister Boris Johnson, um, homophobe, racist, xenophobe. Um, He's known as the British Donald Trump. What could go wrong? And in UFO news, almost 2 million people have signed up to pledged to raid Area 51. They don't believe that the guards can gun them all down of all the people that will actually show up. I have $10,000 that says that the troops can absolutely gun them all down. And that is this week's headlines. So, again, if you want to call in the show, it's 914-803-4131. There's just a bunch of stuff to talk to, um, talk about, I should say, uh, the goings-on in the past week. Um, and But I'm going to go ahead and just hit the first commercial break real, real quick, uh, come back, and we're going to do words of redneck wisdom and discuss some of what that – some of what that was – some of what that is. I'm having a very hard auditory day. I don't know. Anyway, so here's the commercial block. Uh, coming back, and as uh, Chuck Willie would say, two and two – or actually, it's more like two, and 13, two minutes and 13 seconds. Anyway, Liberal Dan Radio, talk from the left, that's right.
Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out BudgetEars.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kinds of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do. But BudgetEars is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out BudgetEars.com or go to YouTube.com slash BudgetEars and help make your trip the best it can be. BudgetEars.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. Are you someone who is looking to get into the ride-sharing business, be it for a side hustle or a full-time gig? Are you currently a rideshare driver wondering how to increase your earnings? Are you simply a new rider looking for first-time rider credits? Head on over to RideshareDan.com for those first-time rider credits, sign-up bonuses for new drivers, and my tips and tricks to help you make more money in the gig economy. That's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. So, uh, as every week, what I like to do is I will uh, do a little bit of uh, words of redneck wisdom. And since uh, that shotgun barrel, whatever, racist guy uh, took down his blog, I'm going to have to find new and interesting sources. And I think I do have one. Um for next week, not, maybe not next week, maybe the week after, I don't know. I'll have to see because next week there is the, um, you know, my, my son has surgery next week and that's in the morning, I, I believe. And then there's also the debates next Wednesday, the second day of the debates, again with uh, Kamala Harris and Biden. So that should be interesting. Um, no, don't think I will have a show during the debates, but it's possible that I might do one after. So if you want to join after the show, um, maybe I'll announce that. I'll see what I, how I feel like doing because, you know, it depends how long I'm up that whole day with my son having obviously needing surgery and that takes precedence. So, uh, but I'll let you all know. Maybe I'm not, I can't do it on Thursday. That, that, that I have plans on Thursday as well. So I have to skip next week. I have to skip next week, but I will try and do a show after the uh, after the debates just to see about, you know, having a little discussion about it. Um, anyway, so again, this week's Words of Redneck Wisdom. And now, this week's Words of Redneck Wisdom, brought to you by Liberal Dan Radio. President disavowed the uh, phrase, send her back, but people still blaming him for it. So one uh, is the phrase... Controversial, and two, should the president have disavowed it? No, he should not have disavowed it. No, it's not controversial, and I think it brings up, like I said, Omar is, is in fact, I think she's the only one that was actually born. Uh, she is foreign born, and uh, she's a legal immigrant. And the, 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 you, want, you, you want a good case against legal immigration? There is. Uh, two, you know, Omar is a good case against legal immigration. Um, it's like it just it's a reason not to have it, in my opinion. Uh, just just uh, uh, an example of what what it, what, it, what it has led to. Yes. Um, Ted Kennedy's 1965 Immigration Act. That's that's um, another thing I didn't hear Trump talk about when he ran, which I think you know repealing that Immigration Act. It's a great idea, but I don't hear that talked about much. Which that's a, that's a serious concern because that that's a big part of the problem. You have just heard more words of redneck wisdom, brought to you by Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. And there you have it. Uh, so that was on the uh, Ringside Politics Show. Uh, with Jeff Cruer, and I know Jeff. Uh, Jeff was the host asking the questions about whether or not it was controversial or if he should take it back. And 
Chad Rogers is a conservative from Louisiana. Uh, he runs this website called the Dead Pelican, which is kind of like the Drudge Report, but for Louisiana stuff. Um, and I mean, I don't remember. I mean, I, he's conservative. I don't remember him being this conservative, this xenophobic level conservative uh, before. I've heard him call into the show before. He's a regular guest on Mondays on that program. And not only, you know, does he believe that it wasn't controversial, it was controversial. You can't, it, it caused controversy. It, it has to be controversial because it caused a controversy. You can't say it's not controversial. It's ridiculous. B, uh, obviously it, it's wrong for him to say it. I mean, it, it, you, he told a black woman to go back to Africa. What more do you want? What more could you possibly want? And he thinks that we should stop. He, it, it, to his credit, he correctly said that only one of the four were foreign-born persons. Uh, he correctly said that she immigrated here legally and then went on to say that she's an example as to why we need to stop legal immigration. So he doesn't want any immigration whatsoever. That is just a hardcore xenophobic stance right there. And the Immigration Act of 1965... Uh, passed, signed into law by Lyndon Johnson, abolished uh, the national origins formula, which had been based, the basis of U.S. immigration policy since the 20s. Uh, it removed de facto discrimination against Southern and European nations, Asians, and other non-Northwestern European ethnic groups from immigration policy, uh, largely to restrict immigration from Asia, Southeast, Southern Europe, and Eastern Europe, the Immigration Act of 1924 had permanently established the national origins formula. So basically, there were formulas that existed that overturned it. But even then, he doesn't even want to overturn the Nationality Act. He just wants to make a new law that says no immigration, period. Crazy. These people are insane. And, and Donald Trump has brought out the worst in these people. It's 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 absolutely crazy, and, and you cannot deny that it's Donald Trump doing this because they're just applauding, and, and they say things that he says, and then when you confront them with what he says, they they bend over backwards to defend it. And and I mean, we knew that he was a xenophobe, that Donald Trump was a xenophobe, not Chad Rogers. We knew that Donald Trump was a xenophobe clearly. Because of the fact that he ran on a, on the fact that he, that Mexicans are rapists and murderers, so we're going to build a wall and no Muslims, total complete ban on Muslims. That's so, like whenever there's certain things that I could absolutely call my shot on. I called my shot on. I played it when I first came back on the air. Um, I predicted that there would be a that when Donald Trump wrongly said that we had Obamacare for 17 years, when it was only seven years, I guaranteed that some redneck would be like, or some, some conservative would be like, sure feels like 17 years. And Jeff did it immediately. I mean, it was just right there and he did it. Um, I, whenever there's a conversation about voter ID laws, and the so-called voter ID laws, as I say, because there are non-voter ID portions of these so-called voter ID laws, then those are the ones that those are the provisions that are problematic. And Louisiana has a voter ID law; you can get an ID for free, and nobody really raises anything about it, simply because of the fact that it's by itself. There's no other issues with the law, at least that I know of, uh, that cause a problem. These other places are saying are piggybacking non-ID provisions to these laws, and when I bring it up, I say, "Look, and I guarantee, I, I have a problem with these non-ID provisions of these so-called voter ID laws." And, and then I guarantee, I say afterwards, and I guarantee you, some idiot's going to come around behind me and say, "What's wrong with requiring an ID? You need an ID to buy beer, don't you? You need an ID to the right, the most." 
pathetic one. It's not racist. You need an ID to cash your government check, don't you? That's just, it's not racist, and then we're going to follow it up with something racist. And the implication being that black people need, are only on government assistance, so therefore they're cashing their checks, so therefore uh, they have an ID. It's ridiculous. Um, and then there was the third one. <laughs> I'm completely blank out. But no, there, there are these things that I can completely just, I'll call my shot on and I'll say, I'll have a discussion about these certain things and then, and then they'll just prove me right. It's like clockwork. They're, they're, they're brainwashed. They're, they're, it's like almost mind control how they've managed to take uh, an argument and they hear words and they go, oh, but what about this? And it's always the same thing. It's ridiculous. And so talking about immigration, uh, the other day, Tuesday, I think yesterday is when it started. Monday was when it was announced. Uh, the Trump administration is going to ex- expand their own authority on accelerated deportations. Uh, and when they can take place, when people can prove that they have not been present in the United States for more than two years to the authority. So, roughly speaking, if you're here for less than two years, uh, you, if you can't prove that you've been here for more than two years, then they can expeditedly kick you out of the country. And you might say, okay, well, maybe that's reasonable because if you have been here for more than two years, maybe you've more established yourself and maybe there's more of a reason or consideration things to take into consideration. But if you're here for less than two years, maybe, but here's the, I mean, no, because if you're here less than two years, if you're here less than one year, if you let's say you're here for eight weeks, six months, and you haven't quite yet filed your paperwork for asylum, now Trump's going to kick you out because you can't prove that you've been here for more than for more than two years because you've been here less than a year because you have a year to make an asylum claim. But here's the worst part of it, or one of the worst parts of it, is that there's the idea that, well, what if some buddy is walking down the street and all of a sudden they get pulled over? Because here's something, I read this on Facebook, and obviously I can't believe everything on the internet, but I read this on Facebook, it's like people are like ICE agents are going up uh, to people in stores and they're saying, Donde está el baño? And they're, uh, they're approaching people who look Hispanic. And if you answer in Spanish, what happens? They will actually, they'll, they'll detain you. They might detain you because they're going to think that, oh, you're speaking Spanish, and so therefore you're somehow here in violation of our border policy. It's not a crime to speak Spanish. Like if somebody asks me, "Donde está el baño?" I mean, my Spanish is not the greatest. I also don't look like I'm here, as if the Trump administration would make that assumption. The Trump administration would look at me and say, "Oh, that's an illegal immigrant." That is a person who is here in violation of our border policies. Now, granted, there are people who are here who are white who are here, not in violation of our, our naturalization immigration policies because they overstayed their visas. But Donald Trump doesn't care about the white ones. He just cares about the brown ones. So they're going up to people. And, and then if, if you can't prove your if they detain you because they think you might be somebody who's here in violation of our our policy, or as as the conservatives would say, if they think you're an illegal, they do that, and you can't prove that 
you've been here for more than two years. Let's say you're a citizen and you can't prove that you've been here for over two years because maybe you don't have your wallet on you or something. Maybe you left your wallet in the car. And then do they have to take you to your car? If you say, hey, my wallet's in my car, let me go get it. Nope, I'm going to detain you. How long can they detain you? People might say, you're you're just peddling in conspiracy theorists now, Dan. You can't possibly think that they're going to take people who are citizens. This is only for people who are in here in violation of our border policies. This is not for citizens. This is for non-citizens. Well, U.S.-born citizen Francisco Galicia was held for three weeks. He was suspected of being here unlawfully. Held for three weeks. He's a citizen. The law applies to more. You take the combination of these laws, and this president could start detaining people en masse and start paying his corporate cronies $725 or so. Maybe it was more. Maybe $750, maybe $790. Under $800. A head, a night, per person. I got. I could empty out this room and the other room that I have right now. I will, I will empty it out and lickety-split. I will take a family of four in my house, and I'll charge 500 a head. 2000 bucks a day to house somebody who's here who's an immigrant who's trying to seek better life in our country? I'll serve them filet mignon for dinner every night. I'll, uh, it's just, bring them on. I'd be more than happy to take them. But, you know, I'm not a corporate crony. I don't have those connections. I'm not enriching myself off of the pain of other people. And would it be just, I have no evidence of this, but what if Donald Trump actually had, or any of his cronies had investments in these for-profit detainment facilities? What if? You'd think that would be impeachable, right? I mean, he's already enriching himself with government. Oh, no, he's not. He's not taking a paycheck. Yeah, but he's staying at Mar-a-Lago all he can. Everybody who stays at Mar-a-Lago, who comes with him, that's a charge that Mar-a-Lago gets to charge. He's not giving it to him for free, is he? Nope. So it's just the xenophobia of these people is just disgusting. And and just going back to the whole thing from last week, the the whole go back to where you're from or however he worded it in whatever bigoted way he worded it. Oh, and we have uh, – I didn't even get started on that. It was like two Republicans – we have a, a Democratic, a conservative Democrat as the governor of Louisiana. The only reason he won is because he was running up against Diaper David Vitter with his prostitute scandal. It's the only reason that he won. Because none of the Republicans could manage to get enough votes to beat David Vitter in the open primary so that they could beat in the top two and not Edwards. Because basically it's like Edwards, who was the one Democrat who got all the votes for the Democrats, and then you had all the Republicans fighting over each other. And David Vitter wound up being the king of the pack, and then he lost because the 10% of Louisiana voters basically decided, well, while we like the Republican for lieutenant governor, we're not going to turn the governor's mansion into a brothel. But this conservative governor of Louisiana decided to pass one of the ridiculous uh, heartbeat bills, and that pissed off a lot of people. Well, I think he gambled. And he gambled right. Because now, with Donald Trump's xenophobic, racist, bigoted words about sending them back to where they're from, you had one 
wealthy Republican candidate for governor who is who took out a full page ad uh, about uh, we had Essence Fest here in New Orleans, and he took out a full page ad about Essence Fest, uh, talking about how why do do black people still support was that Apple was that Congressman Conrad Apple? Somebody was saying something about. I think Rasponi is the gubernatorial candidate who said that Donald Trump is right. Then you have also Ralph Abraham or Puke, uh, who also said that Donald Trump is right. He even offered to pay for the tickets for them to go back to where they're from, even though three of them are from America. Then the other one was started talking about the whole, well, if if black people, why are they supporting Democrats? Because Democrats are supporting illegal immigration, supposedly. And that was going to cause the Latino, the Latinx population to go higher than the black population. So it's like all this racism that's going on, racism, bigotry, xenophobia, et cetera. And guess what? Who benefits? Frickin' John Bell Edwards, Democratic governor of Louisiana. Because what am I going to do in the voting booth with the upcoming elections for the gubernatorial race. What am I going to do? Am I going to sit here and vote for one of those two bigots? Because Edwards, because they're worse than John Edwards? Yeah, Edwards passed a horrible heartbeat law. Sure, these idiots would pass an even worse law, and they're bigots. He gambled, and I think he probably won his game. I don't know if he's going to win re-election. I don't know if he will, because it's still possible that the Republicans are not going to be able to get enough support because they're not really that well-known enough. I mean, Abraham is trying to push hard. Rasponi is buying these ads, and they're and they're going hard right on that bigotry. Ooh, they're going like – they must have watched the end of – the people that do that show – Designated Survivor with Kiefer Sutherland that got moved to uh, Netflix. Ooh, they—they're uh, what one of the some of the characters on there, including people connected to their presidents, one of the presidential candidates. I mean, ooh, that's some hardcore. And they—they they were actually sitting there, look, talking, saying exactly what this Conrad Apple guy said here in Louisiana or Appel, uh, that you know that. But he was more talking about white people being in a minority and what are we going to do about it? And then, well, some people connected to his campaign had something to do with it or had an idea. They had a plot and a scheme. So I don't want to give away too much just in case, you know, my five, one of my five listeners happens to be watching it. But just the idea that this law can't be turned around. These laws can't be turned around and used against American citizens has been proven false already, and they're coming with more. So if you don't think that this is going to be used potentially as a weapon against brown people, you've not been paying attention. Anyway, let's go ahead and take our next commercial break. Uh, call in. It's 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out BudgetEars.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kinds of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do. But BudgetEars is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out BudgetEars.com or go to YouTube.com slash BudgetEars and help make your trip the best it can be. BudgetEars.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. 
Are you someone who is looking to get into the ride-sharing business, be it for a side hustle or a full-time gig? Are you currently a ride-share driver wondering how to increase your earnings? Are you simply a new rider looking for first-time rider credits? Head on over to RideshareDan.com for those first-time rider credits, sign-up bonuses for new drivers, and my tips and tricks to help you make more money in the gig economy. Welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation is 914-803-4131. That's 914 You can also listen, uh, comment on the chat thread at blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan. And if you're listening after the live broadcast, you can comment on Twitter at Liberal Dan Radio on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Liberal Dan, or LiberalDan.com. So, uh, this week, uh, don't have any one particular person who's hypocrite of the week, but I do have, where I put it? I lost it? <laughs> oh, crap. Um, there we go. It went all the way down to the bottom of the list. Hypocrites of the Week are anybody who took different stances on the Gretna police officer who said that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez should be shot, and when Democrats said the same thing about Republican elected officials. If you make excuses for one and clap for the other, congrats. You just made my list. To see who the next Hypocrite of the Week will be, tune in to Liberal Day and Radio, Talk from the Left, That's Right, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on Blog Talk Radio. Okay, so what ha- happened was, I mean, this made national news. If you haven't heard about it, uh, you might be hiding under a rock. Gretna, Louisiana, which is a uh, the next city over in the next parish over. And if, you don't, if you're not familiar with Louisiana, when I say parish, I mean county. But we have to be special and different. So, you know, it's the same thing. Um, Gretna is known for its racist uh, police department and policing. Uh, disproportionate amounts of locking up of people and everything. Um, there's a, there was a little documentary done about it, and it was pretty embarrassing, or it should have been embarrassing for the city of Kenner. So it's not surprising that you would have some deplorables on the department. One deplorable went to um, some fake news website, a literally a literal fake news website. In order to, uh, let's see, they went to a literal fake news website and found out some information about uh, whatever it was. I don't even know what the what the fake news was, but the problem is that he went ahead and said it was probably something that AOC had wanted to do or something. I, apparently, one of my uh, wife's friends was concerned that Ella. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was going to try and uh, stop people from being able to eat meat. No meat. Everyone's got to be a vegetarian under because of AOC. Uh, of course, it's laughable. But who knows? Who knows where she got that from? But I don't know what it was that she, where, she, where, where it was that she got that information from. But again, wrong. So this person said suggested that because. Uh, or whatever AOC did that he she should get around and not the one she used to serve. Now, he could have easily have not said the second part and then tried to get away with saying, oh, well, I just went around like a drink, like the one she used to serve, and then, you know, did that plausible deniability crap. But no, he went full on, full on, I want to have a congressperson killed. That's what he did. And then somebody else liked his post, who was also a police officer in Gretna's police department, and guess what? They're both, at least temporarily, out of a job. I've heard conflicting reports, one saying that they were fired, one saying that they were suspended indefinitely. Um, if it's Hopefully it stays indefinitely if it's a suspension, but I hope they just ultimately get fired, because it's ridiculous. You can't be a police officer and be supporting of the idea that somebody should be murdered! 
murdered. He wants a congressperson murdered. But I guarantee, and, and people are bending over backwards. These deplorables are bending over backwards to say, oh, whatever happened to freedom of speech? You don't have that sort of freedom of speech. doesn't cover the, the uh, enticing people to murder others. That's specifically not allowed. Ridiculous. These idiots. But there were Democrats on the other side of the aisle who might have said some things about Trump and about what what, what might be happened what what might be happened what should happen to Trump and along similar lines and these I'm sure these people were like well, that's ridiculous you need to support your president blah 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 blah, blah. same people because I've seen the I mean the hypocrisy exists on both sides because it's just what they do the, the same person who says that in an election year that nobody should get a hearing on a judicial nominee, um, Mitchie boy, McConnell, now says if it happened, if vacancy happened during the election when Trump's trying to get reelected, then they would absolutely hold the hearings and whatever because, you know, he has to be a piece of crap. So anyway, if you're going to be, if you're going to cheer one and boo the other and you're going to be not be consistent with your beliefs on whether or not you should use the idea of murder as a political tool against your political opponents. And I think maybe just maybe you should not be involved in any job that involves public safety. And maybe, you know, you should have a little lesson taught to you about what freedom of speech actually means. So that's what happened with that. Mueller, the Mueller testimony from today. Uh, remember when we said, when Donald Trump said that Mueller exonerated him, vindicated him? Sure. There was no collusion. I, I, I'm exonerated by the Mueller report. If he was exonerated by the Mueller, Mueller report, then he should be saying, good, I would love to see Mueller speak again because he will just again prove my innocence. But it's not what Trump did. Uh, on Monday, apparently, Donald Trump told reporters that he was not going to be watching Mueller. You could take all those bites out of the apple. We had no collusion, no obstruction, uh, except that, according to CNN, uh, by 8.15 on the East Coast, Donald Trump has been starting a tweet storm about him, about, uh, was it Skippy Skiff or whatever, Shif, Shifty Schiff, whatever. I don't know if I've seen a president call any call people names more than once in my life before Donald Trump. Uh, Barack Obama called Kanye West a jackass. That's all I can remember. But Trump just spent all this morning tweeting because he is just panicky Pete over what's going on. Uh, Mueller disappointed Republicans, apparently. Um, He made it clear that he would be unable to address anything related to the origins of the counterintelligence, or or, I'm sorry, it's Donald Trump, so it should be related to the origins of the counterintelligence investigation. Uh, because of the Steele dossier. So they really wanted to talk about the Steele dossier, but he couldn't talk about that because the Justice Department said, look, I can't talk about that. Bum, bum, bum. And so, and some Democrats were, were annoyed about the things who can't uh, say, but Mueller said that he won't uh, address questions involving Attorney General William Barr or the actions of Congress. Um, and the Democrats wanted to make public statements about this thing, but this basically turned into a whole pissing contest. And there was it, 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 the reason they had it. It wasn't it wasn't for anything. You know, there was nothing going to be accomplished here. There was nothing that was going to be said or done that was going to convince really anybody. I, I can't imagine that polling is going to come out after this. That's going to show any Republicans or many Republicans going, oh, I didn't realize that. I'm not supporting Trump anymore. 
can't imagine there's going to be any Democrats that go, oh, you know, this, the Mueller report really didn't say what I thought it was going to say, so therefore maybe I'll give Donald Trump another chance. It's not going to happen. So the idea that this is going to be some groundbreaking change, you know, I just, I just, I think you could have video evidence in the report showing Donald Trump blowing Putin for state secrets. And the Trump supporters would be like, it's fake. It's somebody else in the video. I don't believe it's Donald Trump. So Mueller, Wednesday morning, uh, Donald Trump said that it, uh, it was been reported that Mueller was saying that he did not apply for the interview of the FBI director the day before. He was wrong, wrongfully appointed special counsel. Um, Louis Gohmert questioned him, and Mueller directly contradicted Trump's version of events. Uh, that he was there, uh, he was there for uh, the, as a candidate, not as a candidate for the job, but he was, I guess, talking about other things. Um, and then, of course, Mueller, Mueller was under oath. Trump was not. Trump was on the, probably on the can, tweeting uh, tweet storm from his from his crapper. Uh, Mueller said that he didn't consider indicting Trump on obstruction because of justice guidelines, except for that. Um, the special counsel's report in his statement today made clear that the office concluded that it would not reach a determination one way or other about whether or not the president committed a crime. There's no conflict in these statements. Let's see. This is from CNN. In, in exchange with Democratic California Rep. Ted Lieu, Mueller said unequivocally that the reason he did not even consider indicting president obstruction was because the guidance from the Office of Legal Counsel within the Justice Department said a sitting president cannot be indicted. Um, Barr uh, said that the OLC ruling was not the only reason that Mueller didn't indict Trump, but uh, the Attorney General has previously stated that the special counsel repeatedly affirmed that he was not saying that, but the Office of Legal Counsel General, Office of Legal Counsel opinion. Um, would have found the president obstructed justice. The special counsel's report uh, and his statement today made clear that the office concluded that it would not release a determination one way or the other. Um, when asked about the, the seeming contradiction, supposedly, uh, by Debbie Lesko, Republican from Arizona, Mueller said he would look at it closer. Uh, Mueller later clarified during his appearance before the House Intelligence Committee that he had misspoken to Lou when he asked about the role the OLC played in the decision not to consider Charlie Trump. We did not reach a determination as to whether the president committed a crime. But not reaching a determination about whether or not the president committed a crime is not the same thing as saying the president didn't commit a crime. It's not it's not exoneration. Um, Mueller confirmed details that Trump does not acknowledge. Uh, again, Donald Trump called uh, Adam Schiff, Shifty Schiff, again, it's amazing that Donald Trump can tweet hashtag shifty shift and talking about a sitting congressperson uh, and then say that that person is an embarrassment to our country when he is an embarrassment to our country because he sits there on the toilet calling congressman's name, calling congressman names. It's ridiculous. And uh, Mueller said that Trump's WikiLeaks comments were problematic. So, and here's one thing I don't necessarily get. Um, let's let's pull up for a second the impeachment clause of the Constitution, and we will Article Two of the Constitution. In case of the let's see, minutes. The president, vice president, and all civil officers of the United States shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of treason, bribery, and other high crimes and misdemeanors. And, of course, Article 1 uh, discusses impeachment power. A House of Representatives shall choose to speak and shall have the sole power of impeachment. So, People take that as saying that only that a president cannot be indicted. 
and I can see the arguments, uh, but literally, I mean, are we going to sit there and say that if a president sat there and just murdered somebody in the middle of everybody, that they'd have to not do anything if the Senate didn't want to convict? That's the only way that you could do it is, 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 is you could sit, the president could just sit there and just murder people at will. And if they didn't, and if you couldn't reach a, a majority in the, in the Senate, then nothing. You couldn't bring them to court. You couldn't, you couldn't arrest them. I, I'd find that highly difficult. Of course, you know, there's something else to consider is just that, you know, what, what if, you know, the House impeached, the Senate rules on the impeachment or whatever, but the Supreme Court, the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court rules over the, the impeachment. What if after an impeachment that they said, oh, well, this wasn't a high crime or misdemeanor? Then the Supreme Court goes, oh, yeah, it wasn't. So this impeachment was illegal and blocks the impeachment. So imagine packing the court so that you could overturn every, almost everything. Could that happen? I don't know. Does that sound a little conspiratory? I don't know. Um, I've often said that the coup is ongoing and and all these things that are going on from the blocking President Obama from being able to appoint uh, Supreme Court picks uh, during the end of his presidency from the, uh, the start of the coup, which was the Red Map Project, which gerrymandered states and made it impossible for Democrats to win, you know, congressional seats in many states. And then you had Georgia where they kicked people off the rolls and they shouldn't have been kicked off the rolls and you should have had a a governor. Uh, Georgia should have went um, for Stacey Abrams. And you have all of these other, you you have the Florida, which, which did vote in 2016 to allow felons to get their rights to vote back, and then Florida decides they're going to charge them money to do so. All of these voters, voter ID laws that contains non-voter ID provisions, and those non-voter ID provisions are there specifically to disenfranchise black voters because when you have high black turnout, you have Democrats to win, and they don't want Democrats to win, and they can't do it by winning the argument, so they have to do it another way, which is gerrymandering, which is taking away people's right to vote, uh, which is uh, stopping the ways that people vote when they're black. That's one of the reasons why the North Carolina law was thrown out was because the North Carolina legislature looked, legislature looked at all the different ways that people voted, and they found all the ways that the black people did it, and they threw those out. But the white ones, they kept. Completely racist. Completely, completely racist. And yet, and, and then, then Donald Trump becomes president. He gets his two Supreme Court just, justices. I'm, I'm frankly surprised that they haven't tried to expand and pack the court. Why wouldn't they? Maybe that's something they'll do. See, the thing is that that's something that they would have had to have done between, 26, between 2017 and 2019, January, uh, because now you can't expand the Supreme Court because the Democratic House won't do it. So Donald Trump would have to hope to get to win back re-election and win the House back in order for him to try and pack the court now. Of course, there's discussion amongst Democrats that the Democrats want to now pack the court. And <clears throat> I suggest that it could be a something that the Democrats might want to consider because if the Republicans are going to cheat to fill in the Supreme Court, maybe the Democrats should also get to cheat to fill in the Supreme Court. If that means adding two more seats to offset the, the losses that they had because the Republicans stole seats from them, okay, maybe that's something that has to happen. I don't necessarily like it, but I mean, I don't like a lot of the things that have been done around this thing. And they, the Democrats and Republicans both screwed the pooch when it came to the filibuster. So, but what's going to happen then? You're going to have every time you get a new. Uh, every time a party gets control of all three houses, or at least that of the House and the Senate and the presidency, the two, the two houses and two houses of government, uh, they're going to expand the third one. They're going to expand the third branch, I should say, not house, but branch uh, of government just to allow uh, for 
the Supreme Court to grow, grow, and grow, and grow. You know, it could cause an escalation that, oh, there's 27 people on the Supreme Court now. Look at this. Because the Republicans and Democrats have really have fought hard to outdo each other. I mean, just, I mean, there's always the, what, what, what was it, FDR tried to put 15 on, and that didn't work. But still, I mean, that's the level of ridiculousness that could have been done by Trump in those first two years. And frankly, I'm surprised that it didn't, especially because of the obviousness of the coup, because there's no way that they maintain power any other way besides cheating. They cannot win any other way. It's always through some sort of cheat. And of course, then we have, again, the elections, the, the elections coming up, the primaries, got the two debates coming up next week. And again, I'm going to, don't know whether or not I'm going to actually sit here and uh, do the podcast after the debate or not, but we'll see. But I mean, you have just, I'm frankly surprised. Look at some of the people that have made the second debate and it's crazy. Um, I think you still have that crazy woman there. I even forget her name at this point. I'm trying to forget her because she had the gall audacity to suggest um, that the uh, politics of JFK's time was for everybody. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Not at all. Not at all. So here's the second debate lineup for the debate. Who qualified? Um, you have top tier. This is CNN starting the methodology was similar to NBC's, but they tweaked it so they'll be drawings from three separate groups of candidates. Uh, two on each night. You got Biden, Harris, Sanders, and Warren. It's the top tier. That makes sense. Uh, they split two on each night. The middle tier, you have six in the middle tier. Uh, but a judge, Booker, Klobuchar, O'Rourke, Castro, and Yang. Not quite sure Yang should hit the top tier. Even Klobuchar could hit the top tier. But maybe just pulling in money. If it's all pulling in money, then maybe Klobuchar was able to pull that off. Um, Williamson, I believe, is the one. You have, you have Tulsi Gabbard, Delaney, de Blasio. Delaney shouldn't be there. Bullock, Governor Bullock, I think it's the Montana one. Bennett, Gillibrand, Hickenlooper, Inslee, Ryan, Tim Ryan, or Williamson shouldn't be there either. Um, Warren, yeah, last time Warren was there, another top tier candidate. So they said she had no opportunity to challenge Biden or Sanders face to face. But she was a big star of, the, of that anyway. So um, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in this debate. But all in all, you've got to hide your love away. No, you've got to regardless of who comes out, even if you get the crazy Williamson person getting the nod. I don't she's not gonna get it. But even if you get her, even if she's the one, you need to vote blue no matter who. And I'll be willing to maybe make an exception on on people who live in clear red states. I mean, I live in a clearly red state, even though we have a Democratic governor. It's a clearly red state. It's going for Trump. There's no way it doesn't go to Trump. Again, I don't want to spoil that that show, the designated survivor. I mean, it's a terrifying show if you think about it because the HUD secretary becomes president. Ben Carson is president. That's scary. But the actual person who plays the HUD secretary on the show is somebody who's actually skilled at his craft, so to speak. Somebody who actually is educated on the topic and knows what to do. So, but they, they, you look at the electoral college map at the end of the thing. And after it's shown that the Republican candidate is super, super, super bigoted as all get out. 
even make a point to say that this person wasn't as conservative as, you know, 10, 15 years ago or whatever, but he just ran hard to the right because that's who he had to run to the two. They had to run to the right to be able to get more votes. And even though there are some surprises in other areas of the, of the country, center swath of the, the Midwest and, and the middle of the country and, and the deep south, like Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia. I don't know if, I don't, I don't know if South Carolina did it or not. I don't remember the map. But all four of the, the four, Georgia, South Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, all went Republican. So it was realistic because we can have the most bigoted person. We can have the bigoted chief. We do have the bigoted chief. And Louisiana is going to vote for that. So I would be willing to potentially – agree with somebody maybe in another state. Let's say somebody in another state wants a third-party person who's running. Who knows? I don't even know of any third-party people that are running right now that are going to have these sort of significant campaign in Louisiana. But if I say, look, you vote, and you vote for um, my candidate in a state that matters, whoever the blue candidate is, and I'll vote for your candidate in Louisiana to give them a bump in, in the national spotlight. But not they're not going to win Louisiana, but they're not going to win the other state either. It's, only, it's going to be either there's no third there's no viable third party candidate unlike designated survivor. There's no viable third party candidate who's going to be able to break up the election and even win the election. None whatsoever. It's not going to happen. It's going to be it's either so it's either it's going to be Trump winning states. Unless somebody manages to successfully primary him, which is doubtful because Trump has a 95-plus percent approval rating amongst Republicans, so therefore they're not going anywhere unless he does something. I don't even know what he could do at this point to lose people. They're just getting behind him just to get behind him. They're just going to – they're just they've doubled down. They've tripled down. They've, they've like, well, if we're just going to ride this barrel all the way down the falls doesn't matter that we could have had an opportunity to get out. Let's just ride this barrel as far as it goes and see what happens. If we die, we die. But I can't imagine anybody successfully primarying him, even though I've encouraged uh, conservative friends to do just that. They don't have to be liberal. Just primary him or vote third party. But you know, if you're in Wisconsin and you want to vote, for a third-party candidate, but don't want to have see Trump get reelected, I'll swap my vote with you because I'll I'll be guaranteeing that I'll be help I'll be helping somebody else elect not Donald Trump, the blue candidate, blue no matter who, and that person will be helped by me by having that person get some notoriety, get some get another vote added to their vote pile. And there should really be ways to get make sure that that happens because that, maybe that could have happened last time. Who knows? Or maybe just people just need to show up to vote because not voting is privileged. And I remember I had one video that I wanted to respond to during the last election. I never got around to it, but she was trying to say, well, if I'm not, Bernie doesn't get it, then I'm not going to vote or I'm going to vote third party. Well, you're a privileged little white person and you don't realize the harm that's going to be done if you do that. And Maybe hopefully now they're realizing the harm that was done by doing that because by protesting, by sitting out, by not doing what you need to do, by not voting blue, making sure that you're voting for blue no matter who, um, except in the situation that I've already just discussed, um, then you're really hurting people who need help, who need government to watch over them and help them. Anyway, that is the end of this week's show. Uh, tune in next, maybe next week. Follow me on liberaldan.com, facebook.com slash liberaldan, at liberaldan radio on Twitter. And I will give you all the information you need to know as to when you can tune in and find me uh, after, if I'm going to be doing the debate uh, after show. Otherwise, I'll probably just be live tweeting the debate. So the next show, this is Dan Zimmerman with Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right.